welcome to the Diabetes Podcast for Greenlight Health, the only podcast that will answer your questions from a real-life point of view, where science meets community and where we feed your curiosity and move you from a passive state of mind into a mode of action. Welcome, welcome everyone. Today is January 7th. It's freezing out there. My name is Janelle. I am your host. Thank you for joining. I am going to answer some questions today. Um, I got this question a lot and it's about agave nectar. Janelle, is agave nectar bad? Janelle, why can't I use it or can I use it? So I'll, I'll pretty much start from the beginning. For me, um, Many of you know that I was diagnosed with prediabetes some time ago, and that's really where my my journey began. Um, In my mind, I thought that I can get rid of this sweet tooth. I I can put the sugar aside, no problem, as long as I can fall back on the agave nectar. Um, I started using it, and I I had a pretty bad sweet tooth, so I I was using it in excessive amounts. I, I know that for sure. So about a year of that, I started feeling, I, I didn't feel well. And I remember looking at my feet one day because yes, uh, I'm, I'm that strange one. I will take a glance at my feet, make sure I know what's going on. And there was an area of my foot that was discolored. And um, I grabbed my reflexology chart. That's a story for another day. We'll definitely talk about it. But I grabbed that chart and the part of my foot that had the discoloration and actually the raised areas it correlated to my liver. So of course I dig in. I find all the information that I can on agave and it's what, what it does to the body and how the body responds. So what I found, well, you know what? I'm actually getting ahead of myself. Let, let's talk about a, a little bit about what agave is. So agave is a plant. It reminds me of a huge aloe plant. I mean, of course they start small, but the agave that's harvested, I mean, it's the size of a man. It's it's huge. And um, it reminds me of just a very large aloe plant with the triangular um, leaves, the spikes, I call them. So this plant is harvested and the sap is drained from the middle. Um, That's where the fruit is. It's drained and then it's boiled. It's not boiled, it's heated. I should say it's heated until all that, uh, I guess the the liquid is evaporated and then you come up with this syrup. So nectar isn't really the word to describe agave. I would describe it as a syrup. This syrup, because it comes from a plant, it's fructose. And fructose is a sugar. It's a simple sugar that is mainly found in fruits and vegetables. And um, because it has just naturally, it, it has a sweeter taste than table sugar you use less of it when sweetening um, your food. Now, here's here's the thing. Fructose is naturally found in fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables have fiber, right? So when we start removing, you know, these different aspects of the plant and just start ingesting things straight, of course, you know, there, there can be some trouble with that, especially because we tend to overdo things in, 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 in our Western world and our Western way of thinking. Anyway, this is what agave is. And what I found is that fructose in large amounts, it affects how our bodies um, process 
insulin. That's right. It affects how our bodies process insulin. So if we are ingesting large amounts of this, our bodies tend to become insulin resistant. And that insulin resistance, it starts to help, well, it, it helps, it contributes to increased belly fat. And then it strains the liver. So what I had was liver strain. I mean, I don't have any lab values to show that. I'm telling you what my body felt. So when I began my to detox, because you know I love a good detox, and I'm not talking about the detox where you'll have the runs. No, no, no. I'm talking about a detox that will cleanse, gently cleanse your, your, your blood vessels, your different organs, um, using herbs and, and whatnot that are that are, are not harmful or that are reviewed by a specialist, right? Because we don't want medications interacting with these herbs. So of course you need to talk to a specialist like me. But um, I, I did my cleanse and I had to come off of the agave. What did I do in, res in, in response or as an alternate? I, I went back to sugar. I went back to sugar and honey and I used less. I, I had to use less. And did you know that there's actually a study, a couple of studies that show that when people use high amounts of any, any sweetener, well, the, I guess the sugar substitutes, that they tend to eat more of the unhealthy foods. Yeah, they tend to just maintain that sweet tooth and just gobble up, have a tendency to gobble up more of the things that they're not supposed to eat. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, remember that moderation is key, okay? Um, you can use six to nine teaspoons of agave nectar in a day to sweeten your beverages or sweeten your food or whatever. Six to nine teaspoons, not the big one that we stir, you know, our, our pots with or, or, or stir food with, but uh, the small ones that can, I don't know, maybe even feed a, an infant, maybe like a six, six to nine month old, who knows? teaspoons. That's that's the key. All right. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in again. Uh, we have lots more in store for you. And if you need or if you would like to uh, learn more, just visit us at www.greenlighthealth.org backslash helpful dash tips. Talk to you soon.